All right, welcome back, Questers, with another episode with Success Quest. Today, I am your host, Caleb Valle. I am so excited to introduce to you guys today um, an author, an empowerment coach, podcaster, and the podcaster of Bold Journeys, Artisha Bolding, everybody. Woo, let's get super excited. Um, yes! yes! This is so great. Um, Artisha, do you want to go ahead and just like tell us a little bit about yourself so the Quester community can get to know you? Yes. Well, first of all, Caleb, thank you for having me. And hey, hey, hey to all the questers out there. I'm super excited to be here. Caleb invited me and um, it's definitely a pleasure. A little bit about myself. I am the head of T-Bowl Media Group. And what I always say is my company is built on my life model. My business model and life model are the same, which is conquering great things with power, passion, and purpose. So I am here to help folks on their purpose discovery journey. I had a crazy road to my becoming, if you will. And I want to help folks if they can navigate some of the hurdles that I blundered through. That is my goal and that is my mission. So Love I released that. two books last year, and that is what my show is centered on, helping folks live a joy-filled, purpose-driven life. Wow. That is incredible. And, and, and that's another reason why I'm so excited to have you here on the show, um, because there's nothing more important than being able to um, have that type of motivation to, to drive you through life, to have that mindset. And I think I'm, I'm excited to share, have you share your story here. Um, with the questers, because I don't think, I don't think, I, I mean, maybe very rarely people are born with that mentality already, but the majority of us have to go through some sort of experience to learn that or haven't, we've had to been taught by people, mentors, how to have that type of mindset. So maybe we can go ahead and talk about you. I mean, you probably didn't decide from when you were a little girl that you wanted to be a life coach, right? I mean, it probably kind of hits you. Right. Not at all. When I was little, I was dreaming of becoming Claire Huxtable. I was like, I am going to be this kick-butt attorney, oh, and I'm yeah. going to marry a doctor or some wealthy guy. We're going to have a house full <laughs> of kids and <laughs> all of this, right? And life just said, mm, maybe not, maybe not in that order mm -hmm. and not in that fashion, right? So um, after college... I decided to defer grad school for a little bit. And, you know, life just kind of happens. And then uh, fast forward a few years, I actually was able to get back into my field, the legal field. And I worked for an estate attorney, a family friend, a great girl, a woman of faith. And I absolutely hated it, Caleb. <laughs> I have to tell you, I promise. I was just like, this is Awful. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, man. I had to really rethink some things. Like it literally had me questioning my whole life. Like, wow. what is this? I mean, I um I've always been sort of a chatterbox, right? So <laughs> me and you just, both. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what though? The great thing about it is I believe in my heart that each of us are born with certain giftings, right? Ooh. Things that we have a natural knack for things that people already kind of seek us out for. And it's more fulfilling when we go in those routes because that is really the shape of our purpose is what I mm. call it. 
So when you kind of get into that shape and you get into that groove and you understand, that's where you get that real inner fulfillment from and that joy. I enjoyed, of course, you know, helping clients and families because, you know, we were doing wills and trusts and state planning and stuff, things that you don't really want to talk about, but helping them get a resolve for their family was good. But that was it. The paperwork was awful. The hours were awful. It just, it was just terrible. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. and I knew really early on, even prior to working there, I've long, long, not too much unlike yourself, had an entrepreneurial streak. Like I knew I wanted to really strike out on my own. I just didn't know how. Yeah. So that wasn't, you know, the only kind of turn or bump in the road, if you call it. But, you know, fast forward uh, some years later, I was back home here in Georgia because I, you know, lived several places, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, mm -hmm. California. But uh, I'm a Georgia girl. And settling back here after getting married, job market was crazy. And one of the higher paying jobs in this area just so happened to be on a construction site. So imagine me, you know, lipstick eyeliner, you know, <laughs> with the a hard hat, steel toed boots, the ugly yellow vest, the whole deal, right? But I'm just like, you know, why not? If they're crazy enough to hire me, I'm crazy enough to go out here and make this money. Yeah, but what but, a 180 degree turn, you know, totally exactly. different. Oh exactly, my gosh. exactly. And I was working in logistics. So, you know, it was um, for me more head work than, you know, having to kind of put my back into it and break a sweat too much. But thing about it was nothing against the company or the job site, but it was mm -hmm. absolutely a soulless job. I, you know, spent hours doing paperwork and, you know, trying to wrangle men in who did not want to hear anything from a woman. And I just went home every day feeling empty on top of the fact that 45 hour commute each way to work mm -hmm. and working 50 and 60 hour weeks. So my life force was just completely drained and I knew I had to do something different, but I didn't know how. And so God and the universe and my body teamed up and they just said, Hey, enough is enough. Girl. <laughs> That's a good team. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And it was just like, okay, are y'all conspiring for me or against me? I don't know. But, <laughs> and as life will have it, I got very ill. Actually, I oh, um, completely out of nowhere, totally healthy, 38 years old. I developed respiratory and cardiac issues simultaneously. Wow. I wound up in and out of the hospital. Yeah, I'm talking about, listen, from Thanksgiving of 2017 to May of 2018, I was hospitalized four times. The very wow. last time I was in for 10 days, I went into a coma. And it was real. Yeah, I'm the, you all can't see it, but if you can see the look <laughs> on Caleb's face right now. I can't even like believe that's jaw crazy. Just, I'm oh, out of the blue. Oh my gosh. Completely out of the blue. I mean, I've never smoked. I've never had asthma. I've never had any problems whatsoever. So to go from this extreme to the next, it was really super, super scary. Wow. And again, it was just like, okay, when life tells you to slow down, you have to listen, you have to slow down. So what I did in spite of being super scared and not knowing if I would literally leave the hospital, you know, well, one one way or another, you have to leave, right? But yes. I didn't know which way I was leaving. You know, I didn't know if I would walk out, if I would have to be carried out, literally. 
And while I was there, I said, okay, this literally may be my last chance. I am going to impact the world, whether I only have a couple of days to do it or whether I am graced with more time. So I began to speak to um, the doctors, the nurses, the um, lunch folks, you know, the nutrition folks, the social workers, everyone. And I immediately began to spread the message of love and light. What I had completely neglected to do for all the years prior, I knew without a doubt at that time that that was my purpose, that that is what I should have been doing all along, but that whatever time I had left, that is what I was supposed to do. So I began speaking to them. I mean, asking about their families, uh, affirming them, praying with them. And I also began to journal right there in the hospital bed and me writing down goals, even again, not knowing how much time I even had, but just things that I wanted to do if I was able to leave and just knowing that I wanted to impact the world in a different way. That was a very pivotal moment for me. And I haven't turned back. I have not turned back since. This is, I I love your story, Artisha, because, and this is for you, Questers, listening right now. Why is Artisha's story so vital? It's because she just dealt through this crazy, she went through crazy change in her life, right? And out of the blue, this pain and suffering, the scare on her family, on herself, not knowing how much time she had. And then what does she do? She decided, okay regardless of what's going on right there, I need to do something more fulfilling. I need to step up to the plate as it were, you know, rise up to the occasion and start sharing with people what's important in life. And and what's, I love this because you don't have to go through what she did in order to understand that, to have that mindset change like she did because she, she went through it for you. You know, yes. now it's learning from her and her experiences. Now, and that's why podcasting with people like her is so important um, because now you can understand like, man, I haven't had a scare like that in the hospital, but I can still get to where Artisha is. Yes. Anyways, yes. Let, let's talk about that for a little bit. Let's dive straight into that purpose. I, I love how you, you immediately when you're in that situation, and I feel like this is for the vast majority who find themselves in that situation too is that their first thought is, how can I help others? Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? And why is that so important to keep in the back of our minds? Yes. The thing about it is, Caleb, that's a part of that soul work. We're always going to have an empty space in our heart, literally like a hole in our soul, if we do not take the time to serve others. That is that living inside out thing. We have to be willing to put selfish pursuits aside and reach out to our fellow man. Because on your worst day, there's someone who still has it worse than you. Um, Believe it or not, the last few days, I had a crazy situation with a family and um, I had uh, to make a complete change in my living situation, like literally two days ago, right? But even in the midst of that, the people that I were able to meet, the uh, young men who were helping me on the moving truck, the young lady at the storage facility, just pouring in beaming light. So it's just kind of like, I could ask why God, but then God could turn right around and ask why not? Why not connect with these people 
who are doing the same thing, sharing love and light. They may be doing it just right at a company facility across a customer service desk, but that is the exchange. That is why we're here. And that really is the life force of society. And I think the more we get back to that, I think we're going to see changes in our community. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see changes in our country. And each of us, man, woman, boy, girl, will be better off when we connect more and not just me, 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 my money, my money, my money. Yep. And I'll tell you right now, I've talked with so many people who are on the rich side of the spectrum because everyone wants to become like super successful. They want to become super rich. I've met uber, uber rich people who have Mm -hmm. no fulfillment in their life. They, they complain that it's not enough. I've seen people that I follow on YouTube, on Facebook, Mm -hmm. on Instagram, who Mm -hmm. leave entirely for months at a time because, and they'll post one thing. They'll say, I need to find happiness. So I'm leaving and they leave everything yes. behind because they've reached this point, but this is the fundamental, like this is the foundation of what makes people happy, you know? Yes. Helping out, and, and one thing you brought up, like the people at the customer service or, or the people who are helping you move, like there are people every day you come in contact with that are just right there. You know, they're close yes. to you. Like you're your neighbor. You don't have to go super far out of your way to find people to help and to affect your grocery store. How many people do you see? How many people do you smile to? How many yes. people do you compliment? You know, yes. it's, these things can affect people on such a great scale. And like you said, like yes. those little things will end up affecting entire communities. That's so yes. powerful. That's so powerful. So yes, I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was just agreeing with you. And I was just going to piggyback a little bit to say it's literally a ripple effect. That's that pebble in the water. And you will see waves and waves and waves of it goes on and on. That's why it literally is so powerful. Yeah, Ah, it just it gets me so excited. But I think the one thing that holds us all back is this 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 way of thinking that's like, what could I actually do? I'm not very special. I'm not very talented. I can't talk to people. I don't relate to people very well. I'm just going to wait for someone else to do it. And it's not like bad. This is what the majority of people think. You know, when I'm in a grocery yeah. store, like all of us are thinking that no one's going out of the way to smile and compliment people, you know? Um, but why, why is that? Why do we tend to fall back into that comfort zone and how can we escape it in your experience, Artisha? You know what? A friend of mine, um, Isabel, she calls it that inner ice troll. That's just kind of like, isn't that great? I, I told, like that. I got permission. I, I asked her if I could use it. She said, like, <laughs> that, and you know, it's really kind of a two-headed monster because it's that same little troll that is a nagging inner critic that tells us that we're not smart enough. We're not pretty enough. No one will pay attention to us. Why are we even thinking about that? It's not the right time. We don't have the right money. So just that list of things that feeds into that self-doubt. But that same little troll, that same kind of block of ice is trying to darken us. It's trying to block out the light of our lives. That's why one of my other slogans, if you want to call it that, break up the darkness in your life and burst with light. Our light is our purpose. That thing that we literally are already naturally good at. As I was saying with you when we were chatting, there's something that you already have a natural knack for. You know it. 
It just may be kind of buried, but it's the thing that people seek you out for already. You may just so happen to give really good advice. You may be very good at the arts. You could be a good singer, dancer. You could be an excellent writer like myself, not to do my own horn. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when we capitalize on those things that we're already naturally good at, our tribe literally finds us and our confidence builds, but we just have to be brave. We have to be willing to yes. take those first steps. And we can't forget the baby steps count too. One little step towards your goal every day, whether it's waking up a little bit earlier, whether it's making sure we make the bed, whether it's reading something by someone who's already successful in the field that we may be interested in. There are things that you can do every day to invest in yourself and do it in a way where it does, it has an outgrowth in the community. And you literally will feel the difference physically and mentally. You'll be totally inspired. I love that. And I, I'm thinking too, like this, this concept isn't new. The uber right. successful people, like people, oh, questers, do you recognize the names Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, or Gary Vee? These are people who are, have made it right in your idea of success, right? And they constantly push this idea of helping people and going out of your comfort zone to do something to utilize your talents. And, and you may be thinking right now, well, I'm not a good dancer. I'm not a good All the things you just mentioned, I'm not good at. Well, I can guarantee there are some very small things that are powerful that you are good at, but you have a good smile. That, yes. Why is that powerful? What can you do with a smile? You can, do, you can do so much with your smile and your creativity. Smiling at people, like when I turn over and I'm driving in the freeway and the traffic's horrible and I turn over and I see someone smiling. And this has happened to me very rarely, but I see it happen. And I see the guy next to me smiling or they're having a great conversation and they're smiling to each other in the car. Why does that make me suddenly happier? Yes. It's weird, but somehow yes. the energy in the space, the area, it all like affects people. And yes. I, I'm so impressed with what a smile can do. So you may be thinking that you're not good at any of these talent-wise things. I beg to differ. I think you just have to do a little bit more soul-searching. But um, to make it a little bit easier for you, you have a good smile. Mm -hmm. You have a brightness in your eyes. You know, yes. you can compliment people. You know, like the, those things are so – and you don't have to go out of your way to talk to people at the grocery store. Think about people in your own home, your, your mm -hmm. roommates, your family. Um, people online, you know, like when was the last time you sent, you don't even have to say anything. You could just send a message via Facebook, Instagram and be like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that picture you posted recently. I, it just reminded me of how good of a person you are. And that's it. You know? So like, yes. thank you for being a good influence on my life. Boom. Instantly that relationship is built. You're affecting people. Yes. It's, that's yes. amazing. That's so amazing. Yes. To underestimate the power of you right the power of simplicity um yes. anyway so i don't want to break you up I, I, I tend to ramble myself but i get no that was amazing i'm like <laughs> shaking my head like yes 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 well good um so let's let's talk to those people artisha what do you say to a person who just doesn't have that vision for themselves. They are, they are stuck. Like they are becoming an ice troll, right? <laughs> yeah. it, like they have that. And it's like, how do you break apart that ice for people? Artisha? So one thing about being a coach, you're kind of 
part therapist, you're part pastor, you know, it's like a whole <laughs> mix of things in there, right? You have to kind of get in there. And sometimes you have to, you know, go down deep into the layers. And so, and you know what? It was practice on me. And so again, you know, I do the same thing. Sometimes you have to go back and think about, okay, what, when you were a child, what were your hobbies? What were you really into? Yeah. What, you know, what was it like growing up? What, uh, what did you do? Were you the kid, you know, that were cracking jokes in the living room? Like when the family would come over, were you the best uh, basketball player or runner in the neighborhood? What was it? And sometimes when we look back, and we, you know, kind of walk through the journey a little bit and we can see where folks got off and some of the choices that oh, they I made, some of the lies that they began to tell themselves, you know, no, I'm really not that good at that. Another podcaster I was talking to a few weeks ago, she was saying how she went from being the cute chatterbox kid to being the, oh, why don't you shut up teenager? And then for <laughs> years, yeah, for years, she lost her voice. Wow. She wouldn't say anything, mm -hmm. but she was able to work through some things. And now she is a successful uh, podcaster and she's literally making money with her voice. So just kind of walking incredible. through those things. Yeah. What has kind of shut your voice down? What has clouded your vision? Look, 2020, you know, that's my big deal. 2020 is perfect vision. So it's all about clarity. Mm. We are going to see things we've never seen before. I firmly believe when things happen in the physical, natural world, it has spiritual implications. So I'm believing that amazing things are going to happen this year. This is literally the that. year of clarity. Yeah. Yes. This yeah, is the year of clarity. It, mm -hmm. It's so nice to, to think of it because you're right. You know, like there are things that you see every day that ha can have special meaning. You know, you just mm -hmm. have to take the time to realize that, you know, mm -hmm. and 2020 is one of those things. You know, whether you're yes. religious or not, like right. take a moment to sit back and be like, this is a new year. You know, like yes. this is this is the time. If there was ever a time to do something different, to be a better you, take advantage of that, you know? And this yes. is a good time to talk about it too, because it's like, hey, you know what? We're already almost done with January, you know? Right. But um, which is crazy. Um, yes. But you there are probably people at home right now. Like I know I've already failed on some of my goals, right? Like I made some goals and I'm like, I want to be more fit, you know? And I did yeah. pretty well. And then I was like, oh, but this is <laughs> to pick yourself back up. You know, you don't have yes. to let it linger in the, the fail zone. You know, you can always yes. pull it back out whenever you want to. Yeah. Um, man, so let, let's talk a little bit about this because this is something you brought up to with me on the phone call and I want to bring it up with everybody else because we're talking mm -hmm. about shifting our mindsets and there was something you mentioned. You mentioned being brave. What does being brave have to do with shifting your mindset? Because this is what it is, Caleb, especially women. I'm not, you know, sexist or one-sided with this at all, but so many times women and men but especially women, we get in a groove of doing things and it just kind of becomes monotonous. We get to taking care of others. We just, you know, we get up, shower, coffee, work, traffic, boss gets on our nerves, come back and repeat. And it's just like, you haven't impacted anyone that day. You haven't done anything to further your goals that day. And depending on the kind of day that you had at the office or wherever, you might come home and you know, really not do anything at home either. You understand? <laughs> but when you're brave, bravery and clarity to me really go hand in hand because you have to stop 
And don't let it be like my story. Don't let the hospital bed be what really makes you get still and pay attention. You have to take that time, be still, and to be brave about what it is you really want out of life. And ask yourself, what kind of impact do I want to have on the world? What kind of life do I want to be living? Is this, am I happy with where I am? That is a question that can be very powerful. It can also be very traumatic. Where I am right now, is this where I want to be? Is this the vision (laughs) that I have for myself? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. So you have to be brave to ask yourself that question. And be honest with yourself. Yes. Yes. And honestly answer that question. And if the answer is no, if you're not where you want to be, or if you're so far off track, then write down what are some small things you can do to get back on track and how, or blazing a new trail. It doesn't have to be something that you thought five or 10 years ago. It could be, you know what? I went to law school, but I love to cook. I want to be a chef. Go for it. Go for it. It's never too late. And there are no wrong answers. This is your life. You are the architect. So go for it. Wow. That... I love this, this implication of being brave. You know, it's just like taking action, you know, yes. getting it done, realizing and prioritizing yourself and your dreams and your ambitions, and then going for it, you know, head on, take it head on. Um, and it's not going to be easy, you know, and actually this brings me back to an, a thought I had earlier too, because there are maybe fewer of us who have or currently are experiencing what you experienced, right, in the ICU. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. something I thought was so unique about you because I feel like it leans 50-50 for people when they, are, they find themselves in a traumatic, scary situation where they are desperate almost, you know, with life mm-hmm. or with finances or whatever it may be. And questions, you guys may relate to this. You know, you may be right now experiencing some sort of trial or tragedy or pain. And... Something unique about Artisha is the fact that when she was going through that, she somehow put a positive twist to that. She somehow took herself in that moment and made that a part of her and made her stronger because of it. Um, We will find ourselves, and this is for everybody, right? And if you're currently in it or you will be in it one day, right? Like maybe nothing as extensive as that, but you will find yourself in a trouble or or pain and Mm -hmm. you have a choice. And there are two roads in front of you, two doors. And each door, one door is going to say, learn and grow from it. And the other one's going to say, you know, suffer from it like hard, 100%. And you get to choose that. And I'm not going to say that choosing the door to grow doesn't mean suffering. There is suffering involved in both both lanes of the road. Um, But when you choose to learn and grow from it, you take that suffering and you make it meaningful. You don't Mm -hmm. suffer for nothing. You know, Mm -hmm. and so I encourage you, questers, you guys who are right now maybe facing something that is difficult, you can do it. You know, make this moment a moment in history for you. You know, make it a stamp on your life and say, This is what made me Artisha. You know, like this is this is exactly how she started her career. Like, that's amazing. This is that moment for you. Um, so get it. Don't, I guess don't get excited about, <laughs> about having moments like that, right? Because those are horrible moments. But you should be proud that you're human and that you yeah. have difficulties, just like the rest of us. We all have those, you know? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my gosh. 
I just wish like if I could, I would hug everybody, you know, all the time and just be like, you can do it, man. Cause like, uh, it's, it's, it's hard. I know it is. And Artisha yeah. definitely knows, right? I, I can't even imagine what your family was thinking when you were going through that. I just, that's crazy. <laughs> if I could tell a quick, listen, if I could tell a quick side story, yes, it was so Caleb, it was so crazy and not to sound melodramatic, but I promise you that like, I I go to I wish I could kind of get somebody and three way them in so they could witness for me so they could say, but literally it was so sad and scary. Wow. I literally thought that I only had you know maybe days or hours left. So I really wow. I told my husband and my mom, I was just like call everybody and tell them to come up to the hospital because this is it. Just come say goodbye. Like literally, and people will come in and they will cry and I will cry and smile. And I was literally saying that we are so blessed because we actually get time to say goodbye. I literally, I thought that was it. I thought that was it. And I'm so thankful that it wasn't. Um, I feel honored. And I always say, you know, you don't want to say thank you for an illness and you don't want to say thank you, you know, for (laughs) having to be in the hospital, right? But it was so pivotal and it literally completely shifted me mentally and spiritually to go in the direction that I've always been meant to go in. So even though it was painful and awful, I appreciate the outcome. And the fact that I'm still becoming, still journeying on. Wow. I, uh, that's incredible. And, and your advice rings so true with me. It's so relatable. I, I guess my only question now, because like, like, I want to be like Artisha when I grow up, you know, like that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, what advice would you give to those people aspiring to be, to have that mindset you know what is something you commonly see that people just don't value as much or maybe they just um brush to the side you you know in their attempt to shift their mindset i think what i see a lot other than really that nagging inner critic that is huge and we just kind of have to chip away at that like every day because it's not one thing one and done and then it goes away forever no that's going to be a challenge each and every day of your life. So it's almost like a renewing, just like the sun rises again every day. You have to say, okay, I'm going to put on this mindset all over again today. I'm huge on affirmations. That's what my um, first book is centered on, daily affirmations that, believe it or not, Caleb, I still say to this day, I look in the mirror Every day I tell myself that I am healthy, that I am wise, that um, my life means something, that I'm going to move forward. So those things, oh, and when you that. tell yourself that enough, you actually start to believe me. Like, you know what? I am. Yeah. I, I am. I have value in the world. So that is um, a huge thing, you know, like I say, overcoming that, um, you know, that self-doubt that'll continue to rise up, but also knowing not to use any type of scare tactics, but just fact that we have a limited amount of time here and we never know. For me, it was literally suddenly out of nowhere to get sick, not knowing what tomorrow would hold for someone else. It could be a tragic car accident. 
It could be a number of things. So with the limited time that we have here, why not make every moment count? Why not make every day impactful? Mm. When you lay down at night, you should feel like, I know that I did some good in the world, whether it was just smiling at the cashier, whether it was, you know, uh, getting my neighbor's paper out of the sprinkler and putting it on the step where they could get it. Small things like that make such a huge difference in your life. And just like with your story, Caleb, when you see someone smiling and you feel better and you want to smile, then that is what it really takes to have a success quest really in your life, to have that heightened sense of, I am powerful. I am successful. My life does have meaning. And we just have to do it every day, not take time for granted and not get bogged down in that self-doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, this is the weirdest thing too. When we talk about this and as you question, you start to to implement this in your lives and you start to help people in the small areas of your life. I, I don't know how to explain this, right? And, and it doesn't, and maybe it depends on everybody's personal beliefs, but for some reason, helping others, the universe or something comes right back at you. Yes. And there's some amount of huge positivity that comes and fluctuates in your life. And you're just like, wow, like this feels great. Why does it feel so great? I feel so good. And then you start seeing other things in your life go well, you know, especially yes. when you, when you make it a part of, of your lifestyle to help people. Um, I, I can't tell you, I, I wish I had all the time in the world to tell you all these stories of that I've seen where people go out of their way to help them. And then immediately the universe shoots back. It's like karma, right? Like good karma. Yes. Here it goes. Boom. Because you help someone, there's that for you. And I hear yes. this. I, I, I spent one time, it was $900 a ticket to go to this event for Dean Graziosi, right? And there, it was a three day event. Um, and it was awesome. It was amazing. And the majority of the speakers there, all of them, multimillionaires, the majority of them stood in front of the crowd and they were just like, you know, you need to give to others. And they're like, I don't know how to explain this to you, but every time I give people something, I get something in return. Yes. Not with that yes. expectation that I need to, you know, receive something, but they, they, they just found this to be so true in their lives. And I was just like, that's incredible. People who are at that level, you know, that everyone kind of aspires to be at, they, they're telling people like us, that's what we need to do. So it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you are in your life. You can always make a difference. You can always make an impact, like you were saying, right? That, yes. that impact and being brave is so, correlates so well. Um, man. I, I love this. I love this topic. And I guess our teacher, is there anything? Oof, this is, this is, this is the question that I always ask people and I love their responses to this, but if you could talk, speak to every individual in the world and give them one piece of advice, life changing advice, um, what would that be? If I could talk to everyone and give them one piece of advice, I would say that you are not only the architect of your life, but you are your own captain. You are driving that ship. So you have to believe in yourself and you have to talk to yourself, whether it's, and I'm saying talk because voice is very important. I believe that things have to be spoken out loud because the universe will hear you. And that's like what 
you were saying too. The universe will conspire to get you what you're what you need. So, but the other side of that coin is the negative self-talk, not just inner but outer, like, oh, I'm so crazy, I'm so dumb. That has to cut out. You have to speak positively, not only over others, but over yourself. Compliment yourself, encourage yourself, and you will see that shift mm -hmm. really take place. You will start to believe it and you will notice a difference immediately. Immediately. I, oh, oh, it's so powerful. It's so true. Uh, you remind me of the little girl. There was a YouTube sensation. I don't know exactly how long ago, but there was a little girl. I think it was a little redhead who was standing in front of the mirror and her dad was videotaping her secretly. And she was like, I am awesome. I am beautiful. I am happy. And as you know, she was saying these things to herself and it went so viral because people were like, that is a, that is powerful, you know? Yes. And she's a little girl. That's so mm. good. Like I'm lacking that as an adult, you know? And, yes. Oh, and so I appreciate your words. Um, Questers, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Artisha, thank you so much for being a part of the Success Quest movement, helping people understand success a little, a little more and a little bit differently, you know, helping them change their mindset. You're a very inspiring individual, and we really appreciate that. If Questers, if you guys were inspired, if you found value in this episode, which I know you, you did, right? Because I found value. I was taking notes this whole time. Um, if you found value, go ahead and follow Artisha Bolden. Go check out her website at tboldmedia.com. I'll have some information in the show notes for you, but it's tboldmedia.com. And there you can go and get her ebook, but she has a hard book copy you can get too of her book, um, Journal for Your Journey. And I would very much like you guys to go check her out, check that website out. Uh, again, thank you, Artisha, and uh, I hope you guys have a successful day.